Blog Talk Radio. Another edition of Rock in the Carolinas and our third edition of Rock in the Nihilate. As always, it's me, Zach Martin, as your host. Working with me again tonight is Lee Clark. Lee, 4 2, baby. Cam's on the back to back. Cam Ward, 7 0 1 since November. Can you dig it? Oh, I can dig it. Oh, I like that. Booker T, can you dig it, sucker? Oh, I love it. I love it. And, and and just knowing tonight, we were three points going out into the game. I forgot the Islanders played earlier today, so they did technically – they won today. They were one of the few teams in the Metropolitan to win, so they did kind of jump us. They oh, kept the three-point advantage. But the good news is the Penguins lost tonight. We have jumped the Penguins in the standings. Technically, we are tied – at 39 points, technically we're tied with the Penguins at 39 points, but we have two games in hand on them. So technically Ooh. we are ahead of them in the standings. So I'm feeling fantastic. Ward played a phenomenal night, man. I'm I'm stoked. I'm uh, you know I'm going on five hours of sleep in two days. And I'm feeling like I just slept for 24 hours or something, man. I I'm I'm feeling the juju right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the same here, man. And too, I I'm going to drink a couple more. I had two Coronas watching the game. I might need a couple more to celebrate that win because, man, it's just crazy because I predicted 3-2. They get the two. You predict 4-1. You get the four. And once again, penalty kill shows up. Power play shows up. Four checking goes like crazy. We played physical. I, I wish that I wish the refs let us go for a couple fights, but Lee, man, I think I think the Canes are tuned into our show because you have to admit the last two games we have been killing it on our keys of the game, and the Canes are doing it. It's just it, it is an insane time right now being a Canes fan because we are now going back to back right before Christmas break. We got Montreal coming up on Wednesday. We got another game on Friday, and then we got St. Louis on Saturday. It's just it's an insane time to go to a happy early Christmas to us Caniacs by the Hurricanes. It is fan-freaking-tastic that Cam Ward has been on fire. The Canes are just destroying her. That TSA line, oof, laying the lumber and giving the business to the NHL right now. Taylor Teravinen, three apples. Jordan Stahl with a power play goal. And Sebastian Ajo would go on the fifth, and he scored 33 seconds into the period. Ooh, that first line, that line is lethal. I'm sorry, you cannot break that lineup. That is going to be the most lethal line in the NHL. I want to see, I want to see how what top. I want to see all the top lines in the NHL for each team and see who's killing it the most. Because right now, I know you can say they got you know Stamkos and Kucherov, or whatever that kid, Nikita, whatever his name is in Tampa, you know, you might get, like, 
all these other teams, but I'm sorry, this TSA line, this TSA line is on a whole nother level this year. And like, what do you think? Like, what, what do you think of that line tonight? Just bossing the Buffalo Sabres. What, what do you think, man? What do you think of that TSA line? Oh, it's been phenomenal. You, I think you really see a line that's really coming together. They're full of confidence right now. You know, you talk about the Jordan Stahl goal. It was a lucky goal off his skate. I honestly don't think he was passing that to Stahl. I think he was trying to get it over to Aho on the wing, and it just happened to deflect right off the front of his skate right into the net, which is awesome. You know, Aho getting a quick start, crashing in that, right at the beginning, being really physical. The team started out strong. You know, we like you're saying, it's like they're listening to our show right now. I, I really feel like that. You know, we our keys of the game, they came off perfect. Once again, two nights, two games in a row, They our keys of the game have come off perfect. You know, I, like I said, I was like, special teams, start early, you know, and play physical. And, boy, did we did that with Ajo's first goal. You know, that you look at that line. That line is really centering us. And it, it's kind of funny. You, you don't really think Jordan Stahl as a number one center. You think of him maybe as a two center, really, because he's not more – he's not really an offensive guy. He's really more of a defensive shutdown guy. So you would most likely normally put him on the second line. But – I don't know. Maybe – you know what I think it is? Maybe they brought – instead of Connecticut now, maybe they brought home some of whatever they're serving down there in Vegas. Because this has all started since Vegas. Maybe they brought home some of that Vegas water because Vegas has been playing phenomenal this year. We started this run here in Vegas. Maybe we brought home some of that Vegas water and traded it out for the Connecticut water. So maybe we should botch all the Bill Peter Connecticut waters and start selling Vegas water because whatever is going on, it's been phenomenal. The TSA oh, line agree. has been top notch. Yeah, it, it, the TSA line has been off. It's been off the charts. And you know what? Unfortunately, you know what? I think it's probably happened in Toronto. I think they, I think they confiscated our water at the border. It's like, no, 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 leave this in the states. This is, this is illegal crap. And that's probably why we got Boston, Toronto. Then when we came back, like, okay, here's your water back. And we were like, what happened? Stink national. <laughs> exactly. They managed to use the Connecticut they, they, water. Yeah. They, no, actually, they, probably, they probably gave us whatever water is going on in Toronto that just makes everyone go, because uh, that was terrible. I guess we, I guess we had, I guess they wouldn't let us bring our water with us. But you know what? I'll take it. And speaking of Vegas, dude, they shot out the Capitals three nothing tonight in Vegas. Like the Capitals, hello, something's going on. You, you might be right. There's something in the water in Vegas, or they got some like they're roll, they're they're jiving up there in uh, Vegas because for some reason that team is killing it. But yeah, I agree though, man. Our team, whatever it's doing, ever since Vegas, we have been scoring at a ridiculous rate, ridiculous rate. Because we would score five in Buffalo. Granted, we only scored two against Columbus, but against Columbus, that's amazing. And then, yeah, unfortunately, we got nothing to Toronto. But then, like, we come back and score four on Nashville all in the first period. And we just scored four tonight against Buffalo. And held absolutely nothing, all, basically. I mean, I only got, like, two points. And both of their goals is just because our defense just completely fell asleep. So you can't really blame Cam Ward for it. 
So, I mean, yeah, our offense has been absolutely clicking, and our power play, hello, did someone did someone wake up the power play all of a sudden? Because, holy crap, we're scoring power play goals. I mean, granted, yeah, we're still, like, what, bottom five in the league, but holy crap, dude. Our power play is off the charts all of a sudden. And our penalty kill, well, we, we have to be, like, 28 for 28 or 27 for 27. Who knows? But you're right, though. We are keeping that streak against Buffalo for another year because, you know what, we swept them. We have officially season sweeps the Buffalo Sabres. We don't have to deal with them anymore. Man, it's just our, our penalty kill has been killing it against them and basically ever since Florida. Honestly, dude, I think that Florida game has really opened, like, we just got this team rolling. I know we didn't do great in, in, Santa, in Vancouver. Um, kind of botched it in San Jose, Anaheim. Ah, we could that that would be the game we I, we would have loved to win. But if you if you look past the Vancouver game and the Toronto game, we have for some reason uh, got a fire lit under us, and we're actually playing a more physical hockey game. We're scoring a heck of a lot of more goals, especially after Vegas. I don't know. I think that Florida game has really got us going for some weird reason. And you know what? I'm not complaining about that. I think, I know they did all the stars for the game. I think for me personally, player of the game, hands down has to be Cam Ward. 701 since I think like November 10th or something like that. His goals against average is like, has to be like what? Two point, I think it was like 2.5 when the game started. He has to be like, um, after this game since then, Cam Ward has been absolutely just killing it. And you have to you have, you have to agree with me. Cam Ward Wednesday against Carey Price and the Montreal Canadiens. What do you think? Oh, definitely. Let me run down the scores real quick before, since you were talking about some of the scores and games. Let me run down the scores real quick, and I'll uh, mention. Cool. We'll get to that. Uh, of course, you know we won tonight. Of course, Avalanche and Coyotes just went final. Avalanche won six two. Predators and Stars tied three all with about. Well, actually, that's going into overtime right now. Blues Canucks, Blues are up one nothing in the first period. Kings and Sharks are all knotted up at zero uh, right at the end of the first. Islanders won today. Bruins won today against the Red Wings. Uh, Devils beat the Blackhawks. Oilers beat the Canadians. Ducks beat the Penguins, which shut out the Penguins, which is great for us. Wow. Blue Jackets beat the Flyers, which is great for us as well. Maple Leafs beat the Rangers, which is good for us as well. Panthers won mm-hmm. against the Senators, which is good for us, technically, for the wild card hunt. Uh, Lightning yeah. beat the Wild, and like you said earlier, the Knights, um, the Golden Knights beat the Capitals. But, yes, I would have wow. to uh, – actually, my player of the game is going to be someone a little bit different than you. While I agree, Cam Ward – was fired tonight, and both goals, in my opinion, were defensive fault. breakdowns. You can't have, you cannot have guys crashing the net, especially the second goal. The first goal, that was a great play. You know, yeah, side was. to side play didn't. If you don't block that pass, you give a guy the opportunity to have a great shot on goal. So I, I can give the first goal away. But that second goal off a of face-off, someone's got to pick that. When you have two guys standing right behind each other, someone's got to pick up the guy that's pick up the guy that's crashing the net. None, no one did. Fogg didn't pick him up. Turbine didn't pick him up. He came right into the front of the net, just tapped it in. So, you know, I re- Cam did get his stick on it, but didn't get enough of it. It trickled over. 
And so I blame a little bit of a defensive breakdown. While I love Cam as the first star in this game and as my star of the game, I like that too, but I want to go a little bit different than you. I'm going to go someone uh, that I mentioned in the pregame show. Mainly, and I'm, I'm actually going to have a tie between my players, uh, honestly. I'm going to mention Dahlbeck. Dahlbeck, once again, had a, another fantastic game. There's no way in my mind that Dahlbeck doesn't play against Montreal Wednesday. There's no reason why he shouldn't. And, yes, I know we have Hayden Flurry out there, but you know what? This opens up the possibility that we can trade one of these young defensemen for an offensive fire piece in the center because we have Roland McKeon down in Charlotte that we can call up. We have Carrick down that we can call. We have guys in Charlotte we can call up to fill up that guy to be the one that comes in every once in a while. Dahlbeck is showing if he's on his natural side, even Tripp pointed out tonight, with him on his natural side, he can do things that no one else can on this team. So that's one guy. My second guy, and it's a tie, and it's a guy that really didn't do much. Yeah, he didn't score. It's Marcus Kruger. It seemed like every time I turned around, they were mentioning his name. He was forechecking. He was laying the body. Yes, there was a scary moment there where we kind of thought, I know I mentioned in our group chat earlier on the uh, our show group chat talking about the game that, ooh, maybe he got hurt. You know, he took a big hit. It seems like people are running at Kruger lately. And he's, what, yeah. two, three games in a row now they've run at Kruger. But Kruger, yeah, man, it seemed like, like every time I turned around, they were mentioning Kruger's name. And especially for a fourth-line guy, you you may expect to hear a fourth-line guy's name once or twice, maybe, during the game. This seemed like his name got mentioned 15, 16 times. I mean, the way Kruger played today and the way Dahlback played today, those guys are mainstays. Yeah, I, I wasn't big on the Kruger signing and bringing him in at first, but he's starting to really impress me. Dahlback, I've been high on Dahlback ever since we've had him. Since last year. I was oh, like, yeah, this guy yeah. can play. This guy is a solid defenseman. Don't let what happened in Arizona fool you. I'm like that was <clears throat> that team has a lot of problems. I was like, but Dahlback now in this kind of system, Dahlback fits this system perfectly. I have to go with Dahlback. Dahlback's impressing me tremendously, man. Oh, oh, I have to agree with you. I mean, Dahlback's been play, Dahlback's been playing green. How about Justin Falk finally, finally showing up for once? He's, he gets a, he gets a couple tonight, and hey. I mean, Hey, does that mean if he scores twice, does that mean we get the double the queso? <laughs> well, but, um, maybe that the we, people in Raleigh, but we don't get that in Greensboro. We don't get the queso crap in Greensboro, man. It's only like awesome. in Raleigh. That's the sad part. That's a, that's, that's we don't get it in Greensboro. But my, but yeah. the, the funny thing is, but you see what I saw someone posted somewhere. It was um, it was the tri- it was the trifecta of uh, promotions: the Bowberry biscuit for the power play goal. The queso for Justin Falk, and then the I think it's like the half off for Papa John. Papa John. So it's like we're, yep. we're, we're, yeah. So we got we got like the food promotions are effective, and I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll just, I'm just happy we got a last. I, I saw a kid had a sign that says, "All I want for Christmas is a playoff spot." So I'm like, hey, maybe maybe there's someone looking out for us then, if uh if we keep this going. The fact that we're now once we're just we're just one spot out of, out of the second wild card. Man, could you could you even imagine 
at the start of the season or even last year considered the fact that, like, by Christmas break, we are, like, just three points out of a wild card spot, especially in the division that we play in. It's cra- it's just crazy to think that. And I mean, so we've said it before, we're only, like, one or two key pieces away from being a team that everyone needs. I mean, people should start watching out for us now. But like you said, if we add one or two more pieces, we can actually do something in our division, not just in our division, but in the Eastern Conference. But um, just going back to the game, Sebastian Ajo, I mean, 33 seconds in, just crashing the net, great shot. I mean, that was just a fantastic goal. Um, It's just – Hell, we're just getting bounces. We're just get, we're just opening up plays, and the defense, the defense has just been amazing as well. I think our I think our defense is finally clicking to the point where we don't have to worry about a liability. I mean, granted, we did break down on that one goal, but we didn't like shy away. We didn't like collapse. We usually do, and we played and we just played amazing. And, dude, and obviously, once again, we had another great second period. I I, I think we're finally breaking out of that second period slump that we've had all season. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a little early to tell, but I don't believe you. Do you think we were finally breaking that second period, like, problem that we've had? I, I, I really do think we are, honestly. Um, and I think it really comes down to maybe this team, and you're talking about we're one or two pieces away, the way this team has played in the last two games, I think this team is really trying – is really – actually starting to figure out the system and really starting to adhere to the system. And I think a lot of that has to do with Dahl back in the, in the games as well. Yes, I like Hayden Flurry, but he doesn't bring to the game what Dahl back brings. And these last two games, you've seen a completely different team. Maybe they're trying to keep Bill Peters job. I don't know what it is. You know, they've won five or six now. But whatever it is, it's working. If it's a system and they're finally getting together, it's good. I think this is a system that's finally working. And I think what you're seeing, granted, we did play a team that played last night. So they're a little tired. But I think if you look at our, especially this little run we've been on, and take really just take away the Toronto game, and you look at, those other games, what you've seen is a full 60 minutes of hockey. You're seeing a team that takes what they did in the first period and carry it over and play good, consistent hockey. Yeah, we can discontinue, you know, discount the Toronto game. You can discount the Santa, the Vancouver game. Uh, I'd just like to say the two key factors in that game was a goaltender by the name of Scott Darling. But <laughs> but you've seen this team's consistent hockey. I mean, you look at today, they won 75% of the face-offs today. And that is oh. phenomenal. That is ridiculous. I mean, granted, Buffalo's best guy was out, Ryan O'Reilly. He was a late oh, scratch, yeah. which we didn't yeah, mention exactly. on the game on the pregame, but he was a late scratch, which kind of brings down Buffalo's. But we won 75% of the faceoffs. We played physical. We had 24 hits. We only had eight, I believe, in the game against Nashville. But we still played just as physical against Nashville. 
That's why. I, that's why I don't get about hits now. The hit factor. I don't know what they no, consider a hit. Because no we only had eight hits in Nashville, and we got twenty-four hits in this game. We should have had twenty-four hits in Nashville too, because I saw the same physical team. And you talked about special teams. You know, we yes, we went one for four tonight. We went two for six against Nashville. Thirty-three percent and. And 25% in two games, perfect. Buffalo, like you said, we get to go another year without them scoring a power play goal on us. So they're going to go on, going into next year, they're going to go on almost four years. Four years since they've scored a power play goal on us going into next year, almost. That's just insane. This is a team that's just, it, it, it seems like things are finally starting to click. And I know the Hurricane fan base, we want to win. I I know, you know, living in North Carolina and stuff and growing up, it's that type of fan base in North Carolina. If you don't win, we're going to complain like crazy. You know, we want – we're a winning state. And and quite frankly, I think that is a main cause of us winning in 06. We won the cup once, you know. We're only in the league for eight years, and we won the cup, you know, technically in the league for eight years. And granted, we were the winners, but technically in North Carolina, we're only eight years, and we won the cup. So we were kind of spoiled. We made that great run in 09. Then we had a period where we didn't, you know, eight years where we hadn't made the playoffs. But you look at other teams that have gone through the same thing. Hell, Toronto – Hadn't won a Stanley Cup since the 60s. 67. Their fans still come out. Well, mainly, I think they just get drunk or something. I, I don't know what's up with Toronto fans. I don't understand that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to crack on Toronto fans out there, but it, it, you're loving a team that can't win nothing. Uh, but we feel your pain in Carolina land. Yeah, it's only been it's only been uh, 11 years since – well, 10 years, 11 years since we won uh, – uh, technically 11 years since we won the Cup, maybe 12 now, you know, with the uh, way they date the thing. Um, yeah. But, hey, we – we I think we kind of overreact in Carolina land sometimes. You know, we're only three points out of a playoff spot right now. We got games in hand on the teams ahead of us. Uh, in fact, we've got a game in hand on – both the Rangers and the Islanders, they're both tied at 42 points. And in fact, yeah, they're the two at 42. So, and of course, the Rangers hold a tiebreaker since they beat us a couple times. Um, but, I mean, it's – I think this is a team that's really getting into the system. And, yes, I know there's a lot of hate on Bill Peters. And it's, we see it in the Facebook groups. We see it in comments online how that he never shows emotion. And I'll be the first to say, sometimes that pisses me off. You know, I really hate that he doesn't show emotion sometimes. But I look at it as, you know, I kind of take a step back and really think about it. And the, the first coach that really comes to my mind is Sutter out, uh, the old L.A. Kings coach, Sutter. I mean, if he made any emotion at all, he just looked like a Muppet. You know, from the the Muppets, you know, Meep or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. He just kind of looked like that. Fun. You know, he didn't really. Uh, he, yeah, just a little smirk or something. You know, yeah. just kind of like Peters does. But you know, the, he won cups, 
And I think really Peters is – I don't know if it's a team. I don't know what it is, what's going on. Maybe the Vegas trip, something. I don't know what it is. But I love it, man. I have to say, this team is really starting to – I really feel like this team is starting to come together. And it's been – and this probably is the first year in the past five or six years that this team has been in a position at the Christmas break where they don't have to go on a huge run in January or February to get back into the hunt. We're only three points out. And this that's probably the first time we can say that in a long time. And I, you know, as much hate as on Peters and stuff and his system and the players' fault and stuff, I think you know, hey, people are going to have bad games. You know, you can hate on Peters about not showing emotion or stuff. But, hey, he's not the guy on the ice. We've got to hold the players accountable. Flurry's been set twice. Dahlback's played twice. It seems like Dahlback has been a great fit in two. He's been playing phenomenal. It seems like he's helping Falk pick up his game. Maybe Falk's realized if, if we're going to sit Flurry, maybe he's next. And what has Falk done the past two games? Uh, two goals and an assist. Yeah, he had an assist in the yeah. uh, Nashville game, right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he stepped up this game. I think this team is really starting to come together and realize, hey, this our fan base is going to support you no matter what. You know, yeah, we're going to gripe and complain when you lose, but who? what fan base doesn't? We want to see you win all the time, of course, you know? And I feel like this team is really starting to get it together. What are your thoughts? I, I I agree with you. You really think about it because I mean, come to the league in that we come to the league in '97. You know, we're in Greensboro for a couple of years. We go to Raleigh. Well, if you look at Raleigh as a whole, there's really no other big franchise in the city. I mean, I know you got you know the uh, North Carolina FC is trying to go to the uh, MLS, but other than that, the biggest like the other professional sports teams are all in Charlotte. So I mean. If you look at Raleigh as a whole, yeah, the Carolina Hurricanes is all we is all we really have, unless you want to talk, you know, like NC State and UNC and, and Duke, or I mean, they're not in Raleigh, they're close enough, but yeah, it's just something to think about. Of course, like, we got we did that Cup run in 2 and of course we played the we played the Wings, lost four two in the series because it's just um just enters at the wrong time. Plus, it was you know Red Wings at their peak. Uh, and then you then you talk like oh, not even four years later we make that ridiculous run in '06 to win the cup and that's when we had we brought Doug Wade on early in the, like we got him like in the free agency early on in the season then we go pick up Ray Whitney at the trade deadline um, with another key cog and that's after Eric Cole gets knocked out and then you know Cole, Eric Cole comes back um, after Doug Wade gets hurt in the playoffs. You bring in Eric Cole in the like that in the I think it was the Cup final series, and then you said nine with healthy years later we go in the '09 runs. So, I mean, we can rally behind this team. I, I think we have the you know, we have the diehard community actually. You, me, everyone in the, in the you know, who does, who runs the page and runs the podcast, and even some fans in the group chat. I mean, yeah, we're going to complain because we're going to complain. We're going to gripe because it's the Kings. Like we don't expect them to win the Cup every year, but at least give us the hope of going for a playoff, going for the playoffs. And like you said. We don't need to see you win a cup every single year, but 
even if we even if we don't make the playoffs, at least make it at least make it interesting. Don't have us mathematically out or have to make us go on like on a twenty something game winning streak. Just give us something to watch, and that's what I think that's what they're doing. I think, like you said, I think we're finally clicking into the system that uh, Pierce has been working on. I think we're getting those guys. The guys are finally working. I think Falk being on the. I think with Falk being on the right side instead of the left. And having Dahl back with them, I think that second pairing has finally clicked into place where they can now we have three solid defensive pairings that can really work. And I I mean I would love to see Hayden Flurry play, but I think Hayden Flurry is definitely a good number seven. And for the fact that he's a rookie and playing as a number seven, that's really amazing to say because you can have any you can have anyone with NHL experience playing as your number seven, but you got a rookie as your number seven, and then you look at the two guys we, got, we have down there in Charlotte, because I know we've talked about it before. Hayden Flurry being as number seven is not a bad option if Dahlbeck or, you know, Noah Hansen need a night off. Hayden Flurry, the number seven, is a great option. And you look at our, uh, our top four lines, I mean, all those guys running together is amazing, and the fact that you can have, you know, Josh Joris being one of our healthy scratches behind, you know, Di Giuseppe, if, if he needs a break, we can throw in Josh Joris and put him in the fourth line, you know, with Nordstrom and Kruger. That's a great fourth line, and I know I know everyone's giving Kruger a lot of crap, but he's been playing amazing recently. But you can look at the third line. you got the third line of Brock McGinn and uh, Derek Ryan. That's a great combination right there. And then you got, you know, um, you know, Skinner, Rask, and I think Lindholm, and then the TSA line. It's like we have we have the guys that are working and the fact that Darling if Darling can find the mojo that he that people think he has and if he's on his game just as much as Cam if if both of our goalkeepers are playing at the level that Cam Ward's playing right now, we could easily string together, you know, four, five, six game winning streaks and go on a ridiculously good run to where we can snatch a top, you know, maybe get the first spot in the wild card, the second spot in the wild card, and maybe try to distance ourselves or maybe eventually do something in our division. I think we have a, we have the guys to do it. I think the system is getting into the place where you actually work. And I mean we have I mean we have good options as our you know, like I said, a good seventh D man and good healthy scratches and drawers and whoever else we have as, as healthy scratches, I think we have a legitimate shot of doing something this year. And like you said, we're going into the winter break, three points out of a wild card spot. We're the, we're the first team looking in from the outside. I mean, we're tied with Pittsburgh, but for the, the two-time defending champs to be technically behind behind us on on head-to-head, or however they do tiebreakers, I'll take that. I'll take that going into the winter break. It was something that's really amazing to see. Overall, is the team, but um, I don't know. I'm really enjoying what we're doing right now. Um, I don't. Know, I think it's just a great time to be a Carolina Hurricanes fan right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I agree with that. And you, you know, you mentioned the Dahlback thing. Uh, I did notice. You know, we gave the lines earlier, and I did say, you know, Dahlback was going to be with Falk. Well, I think they did do one shift with Dahlback with Falk. I did notice a lot of the game that Hannafin actually played more with fault than Dahlback did. Dahlback actually got slid to the third defensive pairing with Van Riemsdyk. 
And that's okay. fine. You know, it did cut his, you know, he, you know, I think he only ended up playing about 16 minutes tonight. But that's the that pairing well. of TVR and, and Dahlbeck worked fine. Dahlbeck was on his natural side. The Hannafin Falk pairing seemed to uh, work out. You know, you saw Falk jump up on two goals. And I mean, <laughs> it is a good time. I think it is. You know, I think. You know, Kaniac Land does kind of hyperventilate a little bit when it comes to losing and then close games and stuff. And what we see, we just want to win. I think that's what most Canes fans want, you know. And we're just tired of losing and being a joke. And But you got to look at it. Like you just said, we're tied 35 games into the season. You know, we just hit 35. We're two game. We got two games in the in hand on the Penguins, and we're tied with the defending two-time Stanley Cup champions. Back-to-back guys, you know. Yeah, I agree Mm. with you. This is a good time to be a Hurricanes. People don't really want to look at that. They look, you know, they look at uh, just wins, basically. If we don't win, it doesn't matter, you know, basically, with a lot of Hurricanes fans. But you got to look at it. We're getting points. A lot of games that we don't win, we're going to overtime. We're getting at least one point. Very seldom this year. There's only been, what, maybe about 13 games or so, I believe, that we haven't gone to overtime. Maybe less than that. Maybe a little bit more. Maybe a little less. But uh, you have those games where you still get one point. Yeah, you may lose in the end, but you still get a point. I mean, you look at it. We're 35 games in. We got 39 points. We're averaging at least a point a game. Good in the NHL, in my opinion. Yes, we're probably not where we thought we would be. Maybe we put two. Maybe the NHL, maybe all the experts, so-called experts, maybe put a little bit too much hype on the Hurricanes this year with getting Scott Darling, and and kind of brainwash us to believe that we're going to be a whole lot better than what we are right now. I don't think this team's all that bad. I think the main thing that we really got to do, and we've seen that the offense can step up. You know, cancel out the Toronto game, but what you know, whatever. But you look at the last two games. We've scored first. We scored early. We got to the point. We played good games. This is a team that can make a difference. Yeah, we might see. Honestly, I don't think we might. I don't think we do anything unless we can get someone. Or a good deal, like, and I mean, when I say good deal, that something that really benefits us. I don't think we really do anything. Our main concern right now is getting Darling on the top of his game, and if it if it takes us having Cam Ward to be the starter, which I have no problem with, and I've always I've said this for the past three years. I said it on my old show, The Cardiac Corner, that Cam Ward, if you play him fifty to fifty five games. He can be a number one goalie on any team in the NHL. But you got to have a backup that can play 30 games a season. And we finally have a backup, in my opinion, that can play 30 games a season and do things. I think that should have been our whole plan all along, is have Cam Ward still start this season and be the number one, have Darling be the number two, and make Darling – Push, you know, have Darling push Cam Ward out the starting spot. I don't think Cam Ward should ever been a number two. 
this season. I mean, you look at what he's done this season. He's having a year that pretty much mirrors his whole career. And people, if you look at the stats and stuff, it, it, it's kind of online. Cam Ward's been a solid goaltender. Yes, everybody's waiting for him to break apart or do something. And you know what happens when Cam breaks apart every year? It's that's when he's getting played every game where he doesn't get a break for a game or two. When you have four games in a week where it's every other day, you have to rest Cam on this game. You can't have him play every other day. You've got to send the backup in. And I think we have that. We've got to get Darling back on his game. I think that's all we have to worry about right now is getting Darling back on his game, and we'll be fine. We'll be a team that can be in the playoffs. We'll be a team that can be dangerous. This team isn't far off. If we can get Darling straight, we're fine. And I think this little break right here and what we're showing, if Ward starts Wednesday, if Ward doesn't start Wednesday, I'm going to go down there and kick – I'm going to go – I'm not even going to the game Wednesday, sadly. I can't afford it. But I'll get down there and kick Bill Peters in the butt for not starting Ward Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, you got to. I mean, Darling, you, you, you let Darling go. You let Darling get his head together. You treat him like a backup right now because that's what it is. It's Cam Ward's net right now. Trip Tracy said it. Is. it. I agree it completely. It's Cam Ward's net right now. And until Darling proves that he can knock Cam Ward out, and he needs to be a backup. And I think he can be a solid backup, a backup that we can actually rely on. Yeah, we've had Eddie Light. We had Kadobin. We had Peters. We had Layton. Those guys were never solid backups, in my opinion. I think the only reason Dobby is doing good in Boston right now is because of defense that Boston has. And the, the whole fact that Tuka's had a bad year so far. And that's the only yeah. reason Kadobin's doing anything in Boston. And you look at Leighton, he he, the only reason he's in Pittsburgh right now is because they don't want uh, Jerry backing up Murray because Jerry isn't an yeah. NHL goalie yet. He's still an NHL guy. But it, I truly believe this is a – finally Bill Peters is realizing that Ward is our number one. He's proved it. And that Darling should be our backup. And if we can play the system, like I said, Wednesday's going to be a key game. Whatever Ward – I think you have to go Ward Wednesday. And whatever Ward does determines what happens on the weekend. And you you got the two teams. You, I mean, you can flip up. You can have Ward rest. Or you can have Ward play Friday and have Darling play Saturday to give Ward that little bit extra rest before the next game. Because uh, I believe you look at it, I think we played the uh, following uh, Tuesday after the Saturday game, I believe. Yeah, I think we go a uh, day, it, it goes into a day. Yeah, we got the Penguins Friday, Blue Saturday, Capitals Tuesday, Ping, uh, Penguins Thursday, uh, Bruins Saturday. And then we get another break. So this is going to be a tough stretch. So in my opinion, if I'm the coach, you know, we do a little you-fix-it situation. I don't want to fix anything right now. The only thing I'm just going to do is suggest, uh, if I'm the coach, I'm having Ward start Wednesday. I'm having Ward start against the Penguins. I have Darling starting against the Blues. Ward starts against the Capitals. And Ward, I think I actually have Ward pretty much starting from there on out. 
you know, depending on unless he kind of collapses or something. But you got to you got to get Darling in the mindset of being just a backup again, in my opinion, just a guy that needs to come in and play solid. We need to lower his expectations and take the pressure off of him. You don't and go to tell him, hey, you don't have to be the number one here right now. You don't have to. What we need from you is consistency and solid goaltending. Just consistency and solid goaltending. We don't need you to shine at all. We just need you to be like you were in Chicago. Just consistent. Nothing spectacular. Yeah, he played great in Chicago at times. But it was nothing spectacular, out, you know, off the wall or something. Just be consistent. What do you think, man? No, I totally agree with you. I mean, um, just catch, just catch him when I did uh, games when he did get to see Darling play. I mean, even in the playoffs, I mean, he's a solid guy. I mean, when when Crawford was struggling in the playoffs, Darling came in, played outstanding, played a lot of great games. And I mean. I know he wants to be the number one, but right now he's not playing as a guy who is the number one goalie. And like you said, like especially you, because you mentioned what Trip Tracy said, Trip's right. That is Cam Ward's net unless he collapses. So if you look at the last, if you look at the last eight games, Cam Ward is on. He has not lost in regulation. He's not. He's picked. He's picked us up fifteen points out of a possible sixteen in his last eight games since November 10th. Like, what goalie right now is on that kind of I – know, I know he's more – his it's more spread out because we're talking like over a month and a week, like a week and a half or so. Or a month and almost like two weeks. But still, you're still looking at the fact, though, a month and a half. You're still looking at the fact that, yeah, it's eight games over, like I said, over that span. But what goalie, what goalie can you say that can have a record like that where – you cannot. You have not lost in regulation. You have a hot hand going right now. So the fact that you ran two carats out of their own building, and you just beat Buffalo. I know Buffalo's coming off a, of a win against in Philly, and they're playing on the back to back. But I mean, I mean, shoot, we went into Buffalo. I mean, that's what that's what happened. Like we went into Buffalo, and they're coming back on a, off a back to back, and we played. We had to beat them in overtime. And we, I mean, we've played. We've played on the back. We even played Columbus. The day after we played Buffalo, we still did something. So I mean, right now, as it stands, Cam Ward should be should be the number one goalie, and I agree with you. I think I know I mentioned in the pregame show we're going to fix it, and I feel like the same way. I don't think we should fix anything. I think we should go because I even said in the pregame, Cam Ward wins tonight. He goes against Montreal. Depending on how Montreal goes, then you just set it for how we're doing Pittsburgh and St. Louis, and then however that goes. If Cam Ward is still playing the level that he's on, he played. Let's say we do win in Montreal against Montreal. Make him go against Pittsburgh. And give him the rest and let Darwin go against St. Louis. Have Cam go against the Capitals, and then if he really needs to, let let Darwin go against Pittsburgh on Thursday. And then um, whoever you said we're playing Saturday, I think. Um, uh, set, um, next Saturday we got the Blues. It's Penguin. It's uh, Montreal Penguins and then Blues. No, no, like the week, the week, the week after that, the week after that, the week after that, the Cap- we got was Capitals, Capitals, Penguins, Bruins. Yeah, then, then I say you let so I said 
you let Cam, depending on how it goes, let Cam go against Montreal, let him go against Pittsburgh if he wins, Darling against the Blues, Cam against the Capitals, Darling against the Penguins, and let Cam go against the Bruins. That should be a great setup for that to work out. So, I, actually, I, think, I like that. I, I, I like that because that that keeps Ward rested. You know, after the Blues, you you, you know you have Darling uh, starting against the Penguins and the uh, Bruins Saturday, the uh, following Saturday. Uh, then you have a three-day break till we play the Lightning. We got a bunch of teams here coming up that we haven't faced this year. We've got three games against the Capitals in the next week and a half, and those are very, very key games. We haven't seen Pittsburgh all season as well. We got Pittsburgh twice in the next week. But I like your breakdown right there. I think that's a perfect breakdown of it. You know, Ward Canadians, Ward Penguins, Darling Blues, Ward Capitals, Darling Penguins, Ward Bruins, and you can you have a three day rest there before they play the Lightning, and then you're back. Then you got another back to back with the Capitals. So then you have maybe Ward start. You're gonna have Ward start either one of those games against the Capitals. I would have him start the first game against the Capitals on the 11th. Have Darling start the other. That gives Ward a three-day break, well, a two-day break before he plays the Flames. And then we've got a six-day break before we play the uh, Red Wings. And then we actually got a six-day break until we have another back-to-back. So I think this schedule is actually set up in our advantage, I think. The way Ward's playing, we know he needs rest. Yes, Ward's getting older. It's one thing I've preached for the longest time. We Ward's not a bad goalie, and his stats are the proof that we've overplayed him, and we've oh, we know it. And I, well, I don't know if a lot of fans know it or get it. And I understand some people don't really go into the deepness that maybe me and you do with stats and seeing how many games they play and stuff like that. I think this schedule really sets up really good for us. Yes, we play some really tough teams. But this schedule really sets up perfectly for Ward to have rest and stay on top of his game. That's my main thing with Ward. He's got to have rest. He's an older goaltender. Give him a rest every once in a while. And that's where we have Darling. And I think Darling, honestly, from the get-go, should have been a number two. Honestly. And I I think it's showing it. I mean, look at what he did against. Columbus. That was what a backup goalie's supposed to do, technically. Keep your team in it, possibly when you the game. And then what did he come out and do? He laid a big freaking goose egg, basically. He actually got snowmanned. You know, if you're on a golf course playing golf, you never want to go above a snowman. You don't even want to get a snowman, you know, the dreaded ape. But uh, drawing yeah. that, I think it's perfect. I think our schedule sets up perfect for it. I think Peters is really starting to realize, hey, maybe uh, we weren't right about Darwin. You know, uh, maybe uh, he's better off he's as a backup. Ready. He's not ready. Yeah, I, and I don't think he'll yeah, ever I, be ready. I think he's a perennial backup. I love Scott Scott Darling. In fact, he's probably one of my favorite backup goalies that we've ever had. 
in my honest opinion. That's just me. I think he's one of my favorites that we've ever had. I like the guy. I think he's phenomenal. I love a goalie with fire, but he's a backup goalie. I think what we're doing is waiting for either uh, needles that come up from Charlotte or the guy that I really picked, a guy that I saw last year at the Kaniac Carnival in the scrimmage, Callum Booth. I think that's our goalie of the future. Callum Booth is our goalie. He is Cam Ward 2.0, in my opinion. I'm honestly seeing both of those guys. I honestly think that, depending on how Darling does, I won't be surprised if Needles and Booth both come and play together in Carolina. Because what they're doing? Because with them in Charlotte, those two, those two guys are doing great in Charlotte. At some point, depending on, like I said, how Darling plays, I can see, I can see, Needle, I can see Needles and Booth both in Carolina as well, one two in it with the Kings. I can see it. I mean, I can see it happening. It, maybe it won't happen, but who knows? Maybe, maybe they actually get the shot of doing it. And I agree. I, oh, I, agree I think that would be cool. I think that would be but cool. No. Like you know. I really think, yeah, I mean, we saw a little bit of needles last year. You know, he got to come up a little bit last year due to injury. Um, and he wasn't bad. He's he's playing great down in Charlotte this year. Calum Booth is having a great year in juniors. Uh, it, we've really drafted some great goaltenders, in my opinion. And, you know, we That's had we're good at. You know, needles. I think needles really got crapped on last year, in my opinion, down in Charlotte because – you know, he never really got that chance because we had uh, Tom McCollum and Michael Layton yeah. last year. So, Needles, this is Needles' really first, really first chance he has to really show his stuff technically. So, I, yeah, I'm yeah. really impressed with Needles. And, and no, by I the way, that's Needle Javek for all the fans out there. If we wonder who we're talking about, Needles. Uh, we're not even going to try to – we're just going to no. butcher his name either way. So we're just going to call him Needles. So if you hear us say Needles from now on, we're not talking about sewing. We're talking about the goaltender. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I think that's not... goaltenders of the future right there. Definitely. I agree with you on that, too. I would love to see a one-two combination in the future of Callum Booth and Needles. I do. I think, I think, I think that would be fantastic. And I know right now we're, we've got about nine minutes left in the live stream of the show, so we are going to run over again about – it just seems like every time we talk, we always go over. It's just, which is what it seems like that, doesn't it? It seems like we just we just roll and we don't really pay attention to the time and we end up going over. I'm just going to start putting exactly. every show at two hours. That way, if we go over, it's just like, ah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we might, yeah, we might as well. Yeah, yeah so fans, don't worry. <laughs> well, uh, we, we might have to start doing that from now. Basically, I think all of our fans basically know it's like, man, these guys go over longer than they need to. It's like, yeah, maybe it is what it is, but. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think we should need to set it for two hours. And if we don't take this full two hours, that's fine. But at least we'll have to worry about going over so much. But uh, I do want to just say this real quick. Fans, um, if you do have any questions, like I said, I've said it before, hit us up on Twitter, you know, just hashtag Rock in the Carolinas, or, you know, go to our Twitter and just, um, just add us. Just hit us up with a question. Maybe we'll answer during the show. Same thing on Facebook. We have the page at Rock in the Carolinas. Hit us up with a you know, hit us with a message, even if you don't want to post on the, on the actual page, just hit up with a message or comment on a post that we have. Ask us, maybe, we'll, uh, maybe we'll throw a post up on the page saying, hey, give us questions for the show, 
if you want to do actually, actually, Lee, I actually kind of like that. Dude. Maybe we should uh, do a post every day for our pregame or postgame shows. Just drop a drop a drop a post and say, hey, if you got questions, hit us up with it. Maybe we'll uh, read it during the show. And I think we should do that for Twitter as well. And then, um, like I said, go on Instagram, hit us up at Rockin' the Carolinas. You know, hit us up with a thing on there too. But I don't know what do you think. Lee? Exactly. Do you think we should uh, start dropping posts and be like, hey, if you got questions, oh yeah, drop, oh, yeah. drop We're it in the have, comments. Yeah. Exactly. We're we're you know we're growing a thing here. We're on our I believe this is our eighth episode, maybe maybe seventh, eighth. Yeah, no, yeah like that. This, is, this is episode number. This is our eight, eighth exactly. episode. You know we're growing here at Rockin' and Carolines, and I just want to say everybody, the Rockin' has no G. It's just Rockin', R O C K I N. We're gangster like that. We don't need a G. And we're not gonna pronounce no it. Yeah, yeah, no possibly. Just the Rockin'. But uh, we got some great guests coming here on. We've got some great. I know the our uh, the Carolina fan page on Facebook. Um, a lot of people know the Florida Caniac. We have him coming on the show here soon. Um, in the next two weeks, we've got another fan coming on, Christopher Clark. Uh, if you've listened to the Cardiac Corner before, uh, you will know who Christopher Clark is because he was on the Cardiac Corner, my old podcast. Which uh, which I want to say now, uh, this is probably the first time I've said this, and uh, I'm going to mention on the page uh, for people that have listened to the Cardiac Corner. Um, I'm officially ending the Cardiac Corner. Um, it was a great run. I loved it. Uh, it was so much fun. And I appreciate everyone that has listened to that show and supported me along the way. But uh, moving here to Rockin' the Carolinas and this group of people we have here at Rockin' the Carolinas, I know you hear me and Zach on the show a lot, but we have a lot of people behind the scenes as well and people that have been on the show and are coming on the show here soon that are behind the scenes that, you know, with the Christmas holidays and stuff, they they hadn't got a chance to get on the show, and so they're busy. But I promise you, you'll see a lot of different people on our show uh, that has to deal with rocking the Carolinas, and and this is something I've thought long and hard about, and I wanted to mention this. I'm ending officially ending the cardiac corner. I want to say that I appreciate everyone's support, everyone's opinions, everyone that came on the show, everything that everyone that ever was a part of the show brought the cardiac corner to its fame, so to speak. Um, I still have people listening on iTunes from it. Um, I might do one last show to just do a sign-off show for it, but I just want to say here that the cardiac corner is officially done. Um, It's retired. I've moved on to better things here at Rockin' the Carolinas. It's phenomenal. I can't think all the people here at Rockin' the Carolinas, enough. You know, you, Zach, Evan, Lauren, Trevor, everyone here involved in Rockin' the Carolinas, y'all have shown me, y'all have given me a new life, a new joy and charisma to really get back into this. And I really appreciate all of you, all my Cardiac Corner fans and the people that have come over here. I really appreciate everything that y'all have done for me 
and supported me. And I hope y'all support this podcast. I hope y'all really do it. We're this is going to be. I really think this is going to really take off. We're already taking off here. We're, we got a lot of things planned here for Rockin' the Carolinas. A lot of things is going to shock people coming up soon. You know, we're not going to try to take, take things too too fast. You know, we're going to try to grow slow and you know not get overwhelmed so to speak, but we got a great group here at Rockin' the Carolinas, and I want to thank all of y'all. Y'all have renewed my energy in this and my passion for this, and it's all because of the staff here at Rockin' the Carolinas and all the fans that were part of the Cardiac Corner. But, you know, as far as the Cardiac Corner, it's signed off. Yeah, there may be one more show just to sign off for good, just to tell people on iTunes as well, but until we get on iTunes, but I want to thank everybody here at Rock and Carolinas. I want to thank all the Caniacs, people that have already listened to this show, have supported this show. I want to thank all of y'all because y'all have renewed my passion. Yeah, I love the Hurricanes, but y'all renewed my passion for this. I love talking hockey, and it nothing beats. I know we're going over here in a, about three minutes, but uh. Yeah, yeah, but we're I'm gonna fix that. We're we're gonna make here. it where we never go over. We're gonna make it where we never go over. We're just gonna end up in the show early, probably. But uh, I just want to thank everyone here. I mean, it's been phenomenal. I probably the most fun I've ever had talking about hockey. I had a lot of fun with the cardiac corner, but uh, this is a new venture, and I'm really proud of it. And I'm proud. I'm more. I, I'm I'm grateful. I'm not just proud. I'm grateful. For uh, all no, I agree, the man. fans that have supported us, I mean, we've gotten listens so far from Japan, Germany, uh, Sweden. We're, we're all over. Alaska, a lot of uh, Canada, the U.S., we've gotten listens all over so far right now. And we we thank y'all. Yeah, we're just doing this. You know, it's just a couple of fans that just want to talk hockey and have a good time. And so I just want to say thank y'all, everyone, for uh, – Supporting me in the Cardiac Corner and now supporting us here at Rockin' the Carolinas. It's just been wonderful, man. Yeah, no, I agree, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's, and that's awesome, but great that I know that I've, I've listened to, to your show a few times and it's glad to have you over here. And it's going to be sad to see Cardiac Corner go. But if you do need help with that, uh, that farewell show, let me know. I'm glad to help you out with that. But, um, yeah, no, I, I agree. This is the most fun I've ever had. I've, I mean, I've, I've done shows before in college, and this is probably the first time I've actually done a show with other fans, and it's just amazing, too, so I, yeah, big shout-out to Lauren, Evan, Colin, you know, you, just, it's like, it's a great feeling to have that we're with a team that can really knock out a great podcast, I'm excited to see how the rest of this year goes, and 2018 goes, and fans, we are going to go over, we got about 30 seconds left into the live show portion, but we are going to be here for another 15 minutes or so afterwards, so make sure to wait 20 minutes Catch us on there. Um, like I said, follow us on Twitter at um, Rockin' Carolinas, Instagram, Rockin' the Carolinas, and Facebook, Rockin' the Carolinas as well. And um, and we will see you in about 20 minutes after the, uh, after the show is officially over because our live stream is going to cut off in about 10 seconds. So we'll see you over there. But just bear with us. But, um, yeah, no, Leah, I agree with you, man. This is a really great time for us to be doing a podcast that involves 
not only Hurricanes hockey, but hockey in general. And I think it's just a great thing that we're doing. And it's really got me back into really doing something that I've been thinking about doing forever, but it's nice to know that now we have a good crew, like I said. You know, Evan coming to us in the Facebook group and, hey, who wants to do a show? And all of a sudden jumped on it. And the fact that, you know, Evan's been on it, Warren's been on it, you know, Colin's been on it. Um, I know those guys are going to get back on probably after, the, after you know, the Christmas break, um, just through the fact that it's family time and everything was going crazy, too. But, um, yeah, just working with them has been fantastic. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to work with them more. I know I've just been with you and you and Colin, but I'm excited to work with Warren, excited to work with Evan. And I think this is a great time for us to be doing something like this. And, like I said, big props to you, man. I'm sad, I'm sad to see Cardiac Corner go, but to have you go full-time here with us is going to be fantastic. So, like I said, if you need help with your send-off shelves, let me know. I'd be glad to help out with that. But, um, yeah, no, it's a great time for sure. But I'm excited for what 2018 brings. I mean, actually, I'm excited to see what the rest of 2017 brings. Hopefully, we can uh, wrap up the the rest of this year with some more Hurricanes wins, and then in 2018, see where not only the Hurricanes grow, but as this podcast grows. So, I mean, our Instagram, our Instagram's growing, um, our Facebook's growing, even our and our Twitter's growing too. We're growing on all of our um, social medias, and like I said, like you said, we're in you know Sweden, Norway, Germany, Japan, Canada. So, I mean, it's, and our first show was like, I think back on the 12th of December. So the fact that we've been doing this for only like 12 days is fantastic. Just the fact that how much we've grown. We're, probably, we're close to 100 listens, and that's before iTunes. So, I mean, this is something that is really growing and really going somewhere. But, um, yeah, no, I'm really excited. And we, definitely, we definitely need to switch the, uh, the intro because yes. <laughs> now how we're playing, it's time for a new update. <laughs> cool to do that. I got to get my buddy over here. I, I, I might try to do it tomorrow. Uh, I think my buddy's coming over here who does. Uh, he's actually with uh, in the North Carolina Opera. Um, he's a fantastic singer, and he does some great voiceover work. In fact, um, if, uh, if you listen to quite a few shows on the Cardiac Corner, um, all the fans out there that happen to listen to Cardiac Corner, uh, he did a couple episodes of a voiceover uh, of our intro, and I'm going to uh, see if he'll do that for us again tomorrow, and I'll get something uh, loaded up. Uh, I use, uh, I know my laptop has been down lately, uh, uh, and it turns out my, I probably have to get a new one, but uh, I'll use my roommates and get something loaded up because uh, while it fits, a couple weeks ago, uh, our intro doesn't fit anymore. Maybe for the other team lately. <laughs> Not exactly. our team anymore. Exactly. So we want something that, you know, gets fans excited. While we love while we love um, our somewhat intro now, we're going to make it better. We're going to make this show better. Uh, of course, we're going to have, like I said, we we got the Florida, Florida Caniac. Uh, I know a lot of people... And Hurricanes Post know who that is. Uh, we're going to have him on the show. We got another fan, Christopher Clark, that's going to be on the show here soon. Uh, we're probably getting him on the pregame show if he would like, if uh, he can, or a postgame show if he can. 
um, or even one of the two-hour shows that we do. I know we got a couple games next week. We got Wednesday. Uh, as far as I know, we'll probably we're definitely going to do a pregame for Wednesday, maybe a postgame. Um, then we got a back-to-back next weekend. So I don't know if we'll do a two-hour show next weekend. Um, that's something that we're going to talk about uh, internally. Uh, since we've got three games next weekend and still you, you still have, you know, another holiday coming up with New Year's. Um, we may not yeah, exactly. bring back a two-hour show until after the New Year, but we're definitely going to still bring to y'all pregame shows and then postgame and post-game. shows available and postgame. So uh, we're definitely going to bring that to y'all fans here. Seems like pregame shows have been uh, one of our top-notch things, uh, but we just love – talking hockey with everyone uh I, I know it's just me and you right now and i'm and i know that i've invited people on the post to call into the show and i've never given y'all the call number right now only because we're still trying to you know we're a new podcast and everything we're trying to make sure we work everything out between all of us before you know we really try to get guests into the show um but like zach said send us your questions Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You got questions, you want to hear something that we you may want to you ask us a question, we're we're going to cover it. You ask us any question, we'll co- we'll cover it in the show. Our next show, we'll we'll make sure we bring that up definitely without a doubt. Um but we'll wow. have the guest calling up open soon. We always have the chat room open as well if you want to come in uh on Blog Talk Radio. Unfortunately, you only can do that on Blog Talk if you happen to listen on iTunes or something when we get on iTunes. Um, you can't do that, unfortunately, but it's okay. But, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're all over the place. We just want to – I really want to say, uh, you know, thank everyone. I just really want to thank everyone. You know, and in the cardiac corner is a big deal for me. Um, that's That's my baby. But I see something growing here. I love it. I've enjoyed it, and really, I mean, we're eight episodes in, you know, like you said, only two weeks in, really, three weeks in of running the show, and the support we've already had, it's been overwhelming. It's been fantastic, and the only people we can really thank is you guys. Yeah, we can thank the people behind the scenes. We can thank me and Zach. You know, we can thank each other. You think the people behind the scenes, stuff like that, but it's really you guys, all the Kaniacs, all the other NHL fans. Y'all push us to make the show even better every time. And what we want to deliver to you is good hockey news, good hockey talk, great hockey talk. And because of y'all and y'all's support, it's been overwhelming and fantastic. I just want to say thank you all to everyone, everyone that supported this show this far so far. We hope you keep listening in. Yeah, sorry to get so sentimental here in the uh, <laughs> after show, but uh, into the recording. But uh, I just want to say I think, uh, you know, we got to give props to our listeners and everything and people that push us to keep us on track and keep doing what we're doing and it's all because you fans you know we want to give you a quality show yeah you may disagree with us you may agree with us sometimes you may disagree it's okay you know hey that's when you come on to the show or you post us a question 
or you send us something on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, say you disagree. Hey, it's cool. We might we'll bring you on the show. Say hey, you disagree with us? It's great. Hey, let's bring you on the show. Why do you disagree with us? You know, and we'll give you our point of view. We love it. You know, we want this to be a show for the fans of all of NHL. You know, we did this mainly for Hurricanes, but you know, with us doing a two-hour show every week, uh, that's not really going to focus on the Hurricanes. Yeah, we'll still talk Hurricane talk in the two-hour show, but most of the time our two-hour show will be on a day that Hurricanes don't play. Um, so it'll be more NHL alive, so to speak. But right. uh, we want all the fans to come over. You know, we if you if you hear something we say and you don't agree with it, share some message. Say something. You know, we'd love to have you on the show. Come in and talk with us about what you disagree with. We'd love to have a talk with you. But yeah, uh, I, agree. I mean, it's it's been it's been phenomenal, man. Um, sorry to get so uh, you know soapy dopey here. But uh, it's been phenomenal. Uh, you know, thank you all fans, all the fans. You know, I came into this not really thinking that it was going to be something that would get to this point, in my opinion. You know, I was going to keep the cardiac corner alive and keep doing that. I know I hadn't done a show in a year. I had some things going on. I hadn't done a show and everything. I was going to bring it back, but... uh with this group that I have here, well, I won't say I have here because we all, we all, I mean, this is no one set person that really did. Well, I, maybe Evan, but uh, being here is, it's like family and uh, it sucks to do away with the cardiac corner just from being someone, you know, the guy that ran it for two years, three years now. Um, but, I just want to say appreciate every fan out there, whether you're a Hurricane fan or anyone else in the NHL. Thank you for listening to our show. Thank you for driving us to be better. And I really can't wait to our next show Wednesday. Uh, we'll be doing a pregame show for Montreal. Um, you know, we're going to let our group get together with their families and everything for Christmas and take a break, of course. Uh, I don't know if we'll do a two-hour show next week. We may delay it until after the holidays. But uh, I can definitely say we'll be doing a pregame show and a postgame show for Wednesday. Pre-game show, postgame show, probably for both Friday and Saturday as well. Uh, and then probably interact the two-hour show the following week. Um, but I just want to say I appreciate every fan out there. And I appreciate you, Zach, man. Uh, you, you're doing a great job. Um, you know, I didn't know you before this at all, you know, and it's just been phenomenal, man. We've seen the click. Uh, we, we get our keys to the game. It seems like lately our keys to the game has been fueling our team, so to speak, but it's just been yeah, phenomenal. I, I, I'm kind of lost for words. I, I keep saying the same thing over and over again, mainly because <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. No, no, I, I hear you, man. Yeah, I just want to. Yeah, I thank the fans too for the fact that it's just from where we're from where we started at basically nothing. Just a group of Canes fans who wanted to, you know, do a podcast about the Hurricanes to now where we're surpassing a hundred a hundred listens before even iTunes. We're hitting other countries, 
And so I'm glad to see where we're going as a group. And I and I, I agree with you. It's like I'm glad that I'm glad for the group we have. It's almost like we're growing as a family. And I agree. Like I didn't know anyone else. Didn't know you at all, basically. And it's just yeah, it just seems like it's it's a, it's a friendship that it's not with just us, but just with the entire group. It's really growing. And I feel like that this is something that we can do for a long time. To where you know maybe we can grow more from it. But um, I do. I am going to drop. Once we're off the show, I'm probably tomorrow, sometime tomorrow, or I guess sometime tonight, I am going to drop um, a, a thing, a thing. We are going to start taking questions probably Tuesday. Um, that we're going to start taking questions Tuesday for the Wednesday pregame, and then I'll drop something during game time saying, hey, if you got any questions for the postgame show, do that for us as well. So be on the lookout t- tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Be on the lookout tomorrow on the page. And I'll tweet it out and shoot some notes on Instagram too to start getting your questions ready for Tuesday for pregame and also on Wednesday during the game for postgame. But you know, I, I agree. This, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> um, this is something that's just amazing. I'm so glad to be a part of this, and um, I'm just excited what what the next show brings and what next year is going to bring. But um, just want to say it's great working with you again, Lee. It's just awesome as always. Um, I'm excited to work with everyone else. And sorry, we should we shouldn't end this the uh, Christmas edition of the show because unfortunately yeah, we'll not bring. We're, we're, well, no, 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 it's specific. We, we can't. Yeah. We air our grievances. Now we gotta have the survival. You know, we gotta have the strength test. You know, it's not yeah. over, festive. It's not over to the man of the house gets pinned. And quite frankly, I'm the man at the house at my house, and and my dogs aren't trying to pin me, so I think I win Festivus. But <laughs> there you go. <laughs> for all you Seinfeld but, um, fans out there, but yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. You know, we're not going to see y'all until after. We're not going to be on the air until after Christmas. So Merry Christmas, yep. Happy Holidays. Um, if you don't celebrate Christmas, Happy Holidays. Uh, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. And, and whatever else, Kwanzaa Kwanzaa but uh, yeah, no, I agree. Kwanzaa Christmas, um, yeah, 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 but um, yeah, but uh, definitely, but but all right, Kaniac Nation, it is time for us to go. So leave, Merry Christmas, man. It's all you, all you Kaniacs out there. Have a great Merry Christmas. Have a great holidays. And until next time, we'll see you guys later. Have a good night, Carolina fans. <laughs>